Hold on, I gotta adjust my volume here. <laughs> oh, I don't like the idea of me coming through very loudly there. Um, hi, we've already got a raid, so you know what? Well, we, like, oh. let's we, we just go straight to it. We're just gonna go straight to it. Let's Bye. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Yeah, welcome. So, Boy. Apparently, I'm loud for everyone. Oh, okay. Uh, How yeah, is I just. This? I had. I mean, you're fine for me now. I just, I just changed my volume settings. I didn't realize that I'd had it like. It's so stupid because I'll, I'll patch it through StreamYard, but my computer's not doing it. And so when I adjust the volume, fucking nothing happens. Mm -hmm. So it just took me a second to fix it. Thank you so much for the rating, NB. Volume is better now. Good. Is it normal or should it go down a bit more, up a bit more? Let me know. Um, I'm not uh, using my proper mic is the problem. I, all of my belongings are packed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Edinburgh's nicest boy. Thank you so much for the raids. Welcome in to um edinburgh's nicest boys viewers uh sounding a okay good cool okay good. <laughs> nice one um enb's viewers i don't know if it still works this way uh twitch people tell me if i'm wrong but uh if you want to stick around uh we have a we have a great time we just talk shit for ages and uh, it's very very fun uh so if you want to refresh and give us a watch then it counts towards our numbers and give us a follow we're on every sunday it's very fun we have guests and stupid streams and we we talk about we talk about quack, 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 and you'll figure out what that means through context later on. Uh, you things... won't, and you'll forever live in uh, wonderment. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Um, How are you feeling about the move? We're both moving in the I'm... next like few days. Oh my god, that's amazing! I'm, yeah. I'm all... so the 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 biggest part of the move happened on Friday already. Um, I I got all of my stuff into storage. So for anybody who doesn't know what's been happening, because I have been able, I haven't really been able to talk about it too much. I can right now because the person involved is not right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm leaving. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> fuck your roommate. Haha, <laughs> it's official. I have <laughs> not enjoyed my flatmate's company since I've moved into this flat in Glasgow. Um, and they could kind of hear me when I was on the show and that was part of the problem. and. Oh, it was just not fun, um, yeah. and so I've not been very happy with that. But I have decided to choose homelessness because I couldn't find anywhere else to live very quickly, or I, I just couldn't. Um, but, but not I proper homelessness. For two months. Yeah, it's not proper homelessness. Fine. There's a roof. Not There's places. There's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I am. First I'm working in Ireland a lot this summer, so I've just put all of my stuff into storage in Glasgow, so I won't be around. Um, and I'm very, very excited about this. It feels nice. very freeing. It feels like I could take work anywhere right now. 
right? Um, Isn't it awesome? And especially being in the EU, you could just be like, you know what? I'm going to live in fucking Switzerland for a little while. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Exactly. And it's just, I did not know about the concept of storage and it's just completely opened my mind up <laughs> it's amazing right i still have so right? much shit in london i have so much shit in london um, basically everything i own is still in a fucking locker in london right mm -hmm. now uh and it's incredible it's so i mean cheap. it's yeah i mean we're paying like a hundred a month for a pretty big one because okay. we had a lot because we had like we had a bookstore basically mm -hmm. and i wanted to get rid of all my books uh, because that's what I do when I move. I give them away to friends mm -hmm. and stuff like that, or I donate them. And um, uh, you're right, Baldy, Switzerland is not in the EU, but it is in Schengen, so you can do it anyway. Uh, but yeah. the uh, um, but when I wanted to give them away, she was like, well, who are you going to give them away to? And I said, my friends. And she said, I'm your friend. They're my books now. So there was, <laughs> <laughs> so oh there was no, no getting rid of them. So I still have, I have so much stuff in London. Um, but nice. it's great. It's so freeing, like. It's so when, freeing. Because like I'm moving to Toronto and like, I'm going to be, I move on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got, uh, uh, my buddy and I, who's a pilot, uh, have got an Airbnb for the first month because it was, we were having okay. trouble finding an apartment. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's like perfect because I haven't had an address. I've been living in, I lived in my dad's place for six weeks. And then I lived in one apartment for a couple months. And then I lived in a hostel for a month. And then I've been here for two months. And then I'm in an Airbnb. I've been, I've been just fucking like high-end couch surfing for yeah. the last six months and so like imagine having to move all that shit with me that would be impossible that would be a lot that it would be, be impossible a for, lot for yes. as much as it's costing me to keep this stuff it would be so much more expensive to keep moving it around yes every time so but once That's i've so once i've got stressful. a place yeah oh jesus it would be a nightmare but once i've got a place then it's just send it over and then i can unpack it and i get that magical moment of like i've totally forgot that i own this Yes. <laughs> I've been... I'm kind of looking forward to that. I, I even, I think I've like put a few surprises away for myself. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I've been trying to remember things that I left in the storage container. And honestly, so much of it is forgotten. So almost all of it. It's, I remember like 10 of my books out of a thousand. <laughs> and, and uh and everything else is just may maybe i don't know i remember that um sadaf has a, a piano in there um oh you must have a big container <laughs> it's, it's big it's a big old it's a big old whopper and we we packed it it's, it's airtight there's no space wow. to the point where when when the moving guys uh took all our stuff out they were like i was like is this is this gonna fit and they were like just barely and we had we had like a table that Sadaf didn't want to get rid of okay. and um and i was like is it is this possible and they're like honestly if you put this table in you're probably gonna be paying another 50 pounds a month and so Sadaf was able to let the table go but uh okay. but oh man there is no there is no space oh dear. Uh, yeah <laughs> so what i'm looking forward to is a friend of mine uh volunteered to send it all over for me Oh, they're going to regret that. <laughs> buddy, I, I've known him for so long. And he was like, listen, I know you're getting a storage container. So if, if you need help shipping it, just let me know. And I was like, you don't know what you just agreed to. And I'm going to give you, you an out right now. Just sold your soul, mate. <laughs> and he doubled down. And I'm I'm so looking forward to the uh, angry, passive-aggressive messages I get while he just hefts box of books after box of books into <laughs> theoretically another storage container. 
so that it can be shipped. Oh, Christ. Yeah, moving is moving is stressful. It is very, very stressful. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so I honestly, I was so elated on Friday. And I then went, uh, I had work after I moved. Um, I ended up getting one last shift on that, which is definitely not Batgirl. And um, <laughs> that was, I just had a good shift. It was great fun. And then I went out last night and it, I just, I've just been in really good form because of it. Nice. It's like, oh my God, I'm free of this thing that I've hated about my life for the past six months. Yeah, um, that's uh, someone, I think it was Steve said, uh, full name, ABD, always be doxing. Let's get, let's get pictures of this lady. Let's get let's get other addresses. <laughs> you can finally not. disclose. Well, you can finally <laughs> disclose where your apartment is because I remember when you moved in and you had that one moment of like, oh my my new roommate seems great. She brought like baked goods and her dad seems nice and there was a okay. calamity, and and then it was immediately bad. It was very quickly it got bad. Yeah, absolutely amazing, just remarkable. Yeah. It was what, it was what, such what kind a, of like bad? everything was good, everything was good, and then oh no. No, no, yeah. no, no, we've walked into a trap. As soon as that veneer comes off, when people stop being polite and they start living there, you're like, fuck. <laughs> Get her Facebook details, her Facebook page on screen. <laughs> Oops. You've done it too. Uh, get her bank details a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's very tempting. I think what I might do instead is um, poison her plants. <laughs> oh, nice one. So any tips on how to do that would be well appreciated. Um that would be a terrible thing to do. Uh, I've been I've been quietly accidentally killing the plants of the lady that I'm subletting from because I just don't know what to do. I keep watering them. That's Pro what you don't do. <laughs> probably not enough, maybe too much. I don't know. It depends I, on each individual plant, but I know as it's a, a general rule, if you keep watering them, you're going to drown them. Why I've been doing it once a week, uh, which is the advice that she gave me okay but the um but the the she didn't give me a quantity that's the i was not given a volume with which so, to water if you like stick your finger into the soil yeah and if you kind of get about halfway down into the pot and it's bone dry then you yeah. should water it but if it feels moist don't water it okay well we were getting to the point where the top was dry okay so I think I wasn't the watering top it enough. Can be dry. Oh, fucking. But plants, if it's halfway man. down, you can feel moisture. It's probably okay for now. Give it another couple of days. That's how you know. That's how natural fingering is. Even in the plant world, just get it in. Just see how wet it is. <laughs> just see how wet it is. You know that that'll give you an idea of where to where to proceed next. <laughs> um. I don't I don't have anything to add to that. That's quite funny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So where uh you going to Dublin? You going to you going to County so County Cork? I'm, I'm going to Cork in in five hours. Uh oh I'll my god. I didn't realize it was uh, that. <laughs> it's very soon. So the show is gonna end. I will attempt to sleep for a couple of hours and then I'm getting up at three to go and get my bus. I'm walking to my bus with 30 kilos of suitcase. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I do, I just, this is how little I trust the taxi services in Glasgow. I'm just like, you know what? It's easier to walk. It's easier to walk. I'll, I'll give myself an extra 20 minutes. I'll walk. <laughs> nightmare, nightmare, absolute nightmare. Um, 
<laughs> and we have today's title, Natural Fingering. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to walk to the bus and then I'm getting a bus to Edinburgh Airport. So you can only fly to Cork from Edinburgh Airport, but bus from Glasgow City to Glasgow Airport and to Edinburgh Airport is pretty much the same. So it's kind of... Oh, because um, Edinburgh Airport is on the Glasgow side of Edinburgh. Um, who, who did we have on that did stand up outside Edinburgh Airport? Was it Elliot? No, it was. Oh my God, who was that? Uh, that CMB chat. Come to our come to our rescue. They it did wasn't like CMB because we haven't had CMB on. You keep thinking we have and we haven't. Right, he's just such um, a natural. We need fit. to remedy that. That's yeah, that's clearly the sign here. We absolutely do. <laughs> um, oh, it was that. Yeah, it was Josh. What's his name? Uh, your pal that came on. Thank you so much for following Matt Decker. Welcome to the Troggies. Um, Josh. Oh, my was friend... it Ed Knight? Was it Ed Knight? Josh. I have a friend named Josh. That doesn't sound right. Was it John's friend named Josh? Uh, maybe. It doesn't really matter. But the show anyway, was there nightmare. was somebody who did. I think uh, I think it might have been Ed, Ed as well. Okay. I think it, I think it might have been Ed as well, right, Richard? Oh, Richard, are you all set up for Edinburgh Fringe? Are you going? Can we tell? Can we can we post your details? We want to plug people. Yeah, plug. Where John is going to the Fringe? You're not, are you? No, I'm taking this year off because I'm I'm showing up in a new city, in a new country. Yeah. I got to establish myself here first. Yeah. Plus, COVID is uh, uh, really not being dealt with properly at all out there. So it's like, why would I? Why why would I go now? That seems that's why I left. It's, it's a big it's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Um it, I mean, yeah. It's it's kind of it feels like it just doesn't exist anymore to be quite honest. Yeah. Um but I think the thing is every almost everybody I know has had it now. I don't think I've actually talked to anyone recently who's not had it. Isn't that and insane? It was Joe. It is insane, but everybody's kind of been flushed through with this much weaker strain of it. So mm. everybody's kind of just had it like a bit of a cold and they're fine. And so the fear seems to have died down. Yeah. Um, That's, I mean, nice. it's good to live without fear, but I, I you know, I'm still pro uh, um, masks. Like, I think they're important. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what the fuck is Joe's last name? It was Joe. Joe. And that's really bothering me now. Joe who? <laughs> I can't. I can see his face. I can remember. I can remember his <laughs> candle commercial. I've done so yes. many shows with him, and his last name is gone. It's absolutely gone. <laughs> oh, we're terrible hosts. <laughs> yeah, Mildred, one hundred percent scared of long COVID. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, good, Richard. I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, I've known him for no joke a decade. I've known this guy for ten years. And his name I've is I've only encountered him gone. when he was a guest on this show, so I don't feel too bad. Oh, well. Thanks, uh, Joe. Appreciate it, bud. <laughs> we should still know our guests a bit better. <laughs> um, oh, dear. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, so you're going to Cork. I'm going to Cork, yeah. So I'm leaving at 3, and then uh, my flight's at 7. So I should be in – I'll be in Cork for half 8, and then I'm passing my parents like ships in the night – to get oh. the car off them we're going to go for breakfast and then they're getting on a flight to go on holidays um, oh, oh, very nice and so i'll just drive home and be reunited with my dogs yay reunited alone in the house joe jacobs alone in the house. Oh, joe jacobs <laughs> oh my god um play that airport again joe <laughs> yeah, you clearly need the exposure <laughs> 
Um, uh, Steve says three of my colleagues have gone down with COVID this week, uh, a fourth this weekend. I'm expecting to, I'm expected to cover for all four people. And Friday, I had a bit of a quiet word with my boss because he was panicking about the workload. Everything is a bit fucked. That checks out. Uh, I heard yeah. that I was talking to two, uh, two very old friends of mine yesterday, um, who were in Brighton and, uh, they were saying that they got COVID in February and they got in just under the wire where you could still be like, I'm not coming into work and you have to pay me for that because I have COVID. And now it's like, well, I guess, you know, you're sick and you don't have sick days. So too bad, Billy Bob. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. EMB, me too. I think I've avoided it as well. Um, I might've gotten it early on, but ever since I think, I think I've ducked it, which is pretty fucking sweet, but I got a flight I on Friday. So smug. I felt so smug up until I got it. And yeah. Then I, but I, you know, now it, it, at that point when I got it, it was like, oh, if you haven't had COVID yet, you're like really sexy. And now I feel like it's kind of going to the other way where it's like, maybe, maybe get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, they're very much like, you don't have friends. And it's like, I do. That's how good masks are. That's how, <laughs> yeah. I'm just still it taking does work. precautions. Like masks and everything, it does work. I, I like know what I did to get it. I'm pretty certain it was this train that I was on. Yeah. I, it was all rugby folk. There was not a mask in sight. I took my mask off because I wanted to eat some sweets. Yeah. Yeah. That'll I do it. I mean, myself. I did, I did a show in a small town in Nanaimo, uh, named Nanaimo in the North of the Island on Friday. And they just lifted mask mandates and fucking no one had one on. I was the only person in there and the looks, the looks they were giving me. Mm. And then I bombed and then I had, it was the longest 45 minute set. They really, really liked me for the first 10, which I knew was going to happen. And I said to the other comics, I was like, they're new. And I was like, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you learn when you've been doing this a little while. They're going to really enjoy me for 10 minutes. And then yeah. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just going to just go bad. And then it's going <laughs> to stay bad for the whole time. And uh, and I was exactly right. I couldn't, I couldn't have been more right. And uh, I knew it was going to be bad because they're playing Puddle of Mud, uh, which is a band that I guarantee you haven't heard. And I will not subject you to but just know that their biggest hit was called she fucking hates me uh <laughs> they are nightmares uh floor millet they just they just weren't my crowd that was all they were very nice they were very nice people they, there was no like abuse or anything just just weren't vibing just they but they wanted in charge of vibes they yeah but you know every now and then you just can't you, you know, you, just you can't just vibe, vibe out. That's the problem with stand-up. It's like, hey man, I got I got my vibe. You gotta you gotta meet me here. Um yeah. Uh Richard Wright has got Edinburgh shows. Richard Wright into the right verse, August 19th to 28th, 5 45 p.m. at South Cider, and then another show, Light and Lovely, August 19th to 28th at 10 45 p.m. at South Cider. Both shows are free. Nice. So go and see them to pack out your fringe um richard didn't you have a different venue i thought you were in a different venue from that when we first spoke um but definitely go see richard richard's great um also uh follow him on twitch uh because he streams he talks about professional wrestling and plays some games he's a wonderful man um, um yeah not not getting it has been rough i'm still wearing it as like a i'm doing a good job badge of honor yeah i'm doing i'm doing a good I... job I really felt like shame when I got it. I really felt embarrassed. I felt like it was my fault that I hadn't, you know, done the precaution. Like, you know, obviously I, I say that I did kind of 
I know what I did to get it. Yeah. But it's still, it's just like, quack, quack, you just quack, feel obviously. like, <laughs> you just feel a bit, oh God, I've, I've let myself down here. Um, but I'm also <laughs> just like, you know, I got a really mild dose of it and yeah. hopefully that's actually going to help my immune system and I'm just putting a positive spin on it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're extra strong now. You're extra, you're ready there. Ah, I'm okay, triple Richard. waxed and I've had it. So, you know. There you go. For the next three months, you're bulletproof. COVID. Yeah, man. Exactly. You, can, you can do anything. You're gonna be you're gonna be walking around just putting putting feet also, in crotches, just getting it ready. It made work so much easier because I didn't have to keep getting tested all the time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's my Thanks. friends. Uh, my friends that I was talking to who got it last month, they went to go see. Uh, my dad wrote a porno uh, yeah. live at the Brighton Dome, and there she was saying that her app wasn't working, the the Vax app. And so the lady okay. at the door was like, that's okay. Just there's a quick test thing right there. They've got like a little van so everyone can do it in and out in five minutes. And, um, and then the, what's up X. Um, and then the, the person that tested, tested her came out and was like, I am so sorry. I'm so like, it was like, it was her fault. Like it was like, it was <laughs> like really, really apologetic, really like heartbroken for my friend, which is very sweet, but also like, it wasn't necessarily nurses working there. She could tell that half the half the people working there were like theater staff. And she was like, this is not the job that they signed up for is uh -huh. to give people the news that they have this global fucking disease. It's like Christ. they're there to pick up after shitty people who litter during the show. Mm -hmm. They're just they're ushers. But uh yeah, no, it's uh that's I, I haven't had that conversation yet, which I'm very, very happy about. Oh, yeah. uh, for, for everyone wondering about John, John is in Australia. He's over there for the, I think it's Melbourne. Yeah, we just Melbourne, forgot to address that. <laughs> Melbourne Fringe. Uh, yeah, I can't, someone asked earlier on, I meant to mention it, but um, so he flew yesterday and is currently uh, dead, Yeah, basically. Uh, there's no life anymore. There's no sound from him. There's no no notice, uh, but he'll be he'll be back, just not right now. Uh, yeah. yeah, also we're, we're going to have a Patreon on episode. Show last week, so. I think. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, we recorded a Patreon episode, and yeah. it's really good. We had such a fun time on that show. It was, it was really, really fun. So, uh, really so we'll fun. be we'll post in the Discord, and we'll put that up uh, so everyone knows, and you can go and check it out. Um, man, I'm so fucking excited to move. Yeah, Victoria's been great, but I swear to God, there's like three goddamn shows in the city, <laughs> and there's and the the city center is so small that like I've walked every inch of it a hundred uh -huh. times. And there's just nowhere else to go. Like I'm, I'm bored. I'm just bored. It's such a nice place, and I'm so bored. I want to yeah. get to Toronto, where you walk in any direction, you just go for four hours, and there's a there's a new neighborhood. Yes. Uh, oh God, I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, got, that's I've gonna got, be great. I've got a meeting with a guy that I've heard about for my whole life, um, named Mark Breslin, who runs Yuck Yucks. He's been the owner of Yuck Yucks oh, Comedy yes. Club okay. since I was a kid. You and John were messaging about this a wee bit. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a meeting with him about maybe working with them for a while, which would be cool. I'm just looking forward to meeting him. He's like he's like Canada's um Lorne Michaels. Even though Lorne Michaels is Canadian, but he left us for ages. Lorne Michaels started uh he's the executive producer of SNL and continues okay. to be and has been forever. He made like the Wayne's World movies and he made uh, uh 30 Rock Conan. He picked Conan to be the host of okay. uh, uh that show. He's like a seminal, big kids in the hall, uh, worked on SCTV. He's like a fucking legend. Um, but he's, um, but yeah, he left. And so now we have Mark Breslin, who's this guy who's been running comedy clubs for 
40 years. And depending on who you ask is either a genius or a maniac, which are my favorite <laughs> people to meet because I yeah. have no idea, no idea what's coming. Everyone I ask gives me completely different advice. That's fun. That means that, well, you know, it could go either way in that case, but it's, you know, it should be good. <laughs> mm. I'm sure it'll be fine. He's been running. He likes my stand-up. I sent him a, a, a clip and he was like, yep, this is what we're looking for. So I'm sure it'll be very positive, but um, from either he's a guy who plays extensive mind games and will try to <laughs> fuck with me or is a straight shooter and is really nice. Which is it, guys? Which, which is it? Uh, Baldy, um, Lorne Michaels quit for one year. That was the Gene Dumanian year. Uh, universally agreed to be the worst year uh, uh, in SNL history, even by the cast. E even the cast agrees. Man, what a shitty year. The only good thing to come out of that was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, I do not know much about the history of SNL. Uh... <laughs> There's a great book about it, um, which is the oral history of Saturday Night Live. And the stories in there are insane. It was quite a show. It was quite <laughs> quite a show. And the um, you know you know how they um, over the last couple of years it's come out that the 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 guy that invented the uh, trainee doctor routine, where mm -hmm. like you work like forty eight hours straight and you uh, you have to just do all the stuff. Like basically they break you. It's like Marines training. Right. Um, it turns out he was addicted to speed and cocaine. And so that's why he was able to do those hours. Uh, so, and then they just never changed it, even though this this like uh, uh, this wreckhead is the one that set the pace. Uh, so it's like it's like uh, basing horrific. every sport on, on people who are doing steroids. <laughs> it's just insane, uh, but oh, it's carried no. on. And it was the same with SNL because in SNL in the early days, everyone was just you know smoking crack or doing cocaine all the time, and so all the writing got done. Like you would show up at 2 p.m. on Tuesday mm -hmm. and then you would work until Thursday. Mm -hmm. And it was all writing and pitching. But in between, people were doing drugs and they were fucking in offices. And, you know, it was all it was just a ugh, just a, ugh, a just little a bit mess. of quack, quack, quack going on there. A whole like... lot of quack, quack, quack. And uh, and now and crack, it's crack, crack, and like crack, crack. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and now it's, now it's calmed down a little bit um, because people yeah. don't do drugs in entertainment the way they used to. Everybody's but the same creative output is still expected. Yeah, and the same hours are still largely mm. expected, though apparently Tina Fey did a lot to sort of nip that in the bud to be like, right. listen, we're human beings, uh, not insane coke addicts. Um, yeah, and it's like you know you're the... making television. You're not saving lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, know the, do you know the story of Larry David quitting SNL? No. Have you? Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Because they, no. they turned it into an episode. Um, so well, what he did was he just he had this huge blow up and he screams at everybody and he loudly just pronounces that he quits and he storms out and then he gets home and he's just like, "What the what the fuck have I done? I just I just quit one of the best jobs in entertainment over over what?" And so the next day he just showed up. Didn't mention it. Just acted like nothing had happened. <laughs> just kept going oh about his day. <laughs> that is a bold move. Very that bold. takes confidence. Yeah, yeah. He was just, you know, put it on them. Make them acknowledge it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go about my goddamn day. And uh, it worked. Wow. 
It worked. No it one worked. no one said anything. Absolutely worked. They all just went, <laughs> all right, I guess Larry's a bit of a weirdo, so fair enough. That <laughs> just blew his stack. And then they they wrote that into um, a Seinfeld episode where George Costanza quits and makes a big say, deal about it. it. Seems, I, I feel like I've seen that as a, a kind of a comedy trope now in mm. in in various different scenarios of TV shows or whatever. Um, it it seems like a familiar story. Yeah, Larry Larry David lived it. Larry David is um, the stories of him from doing stand up and from stories of writing with him are. He seems like a very difficult person, like a a brilliant difficult person like he used to um he would get up at stand-up shows uh and he would get behind the mic and he would look out at the crowd and then just go no and just leave he wouldn't even tell a joke he'd just look at him and be like ah no i don't i don't think so and just fuck off it's like great oh, okay man great. i mean wait, way to know way to know your worth you know it worked out yeah, for him it worked I out guess. but damn there's knowing your worth and then there's just pure arrogance though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and it's tough because he wrote the maybe the most successful sitcom of all time. It's like between Seinfeld and Friends. Mm -hmm. And uh now has one of the most consistently relevant, amazing comedy shows in history in Curb Your Enthusiasm. So and he wrote for SNL for years. So it's like maybe he really is that good. You know? Yeah, but you can be that good and and be a decent person as well. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he can. I don't think he has it in him. Skill but, uh... and talent and achievement do not negate the necessity to be a nice person. Well, that apparent. I heard this. Uh, I've heard this thing a few times where there's like three rules, and you have to be two out of three. You have to uh, work hard. You have to be on time, and you have to get along with people. And you just need two of the three. You just need, if you show up and you get along with everybody, you probably won't get fired because everyone's happy to have you around and you're not a nuisance. If you show up on time and you work hard, it, it's all right that people don't really like you. You get the job done. Uh, and if you work hard and people like you, you can show up late. Who gives a shit? It's, ah, it's this guy. <laughs> but you got you to be two of the three. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can think of some people I can apply that to. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, but you know, a, again, it is possible to be all three. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But I think it's rare. I think it's very rare. Rare, yeah. Yeah, it is rare. Um, yeah. I love this guy. Um, Steve Mooney says uh, a guy I worked with years ago handed in his notice in a "Sorry for your loss" <laughs> card. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, yes, meatballs, probably, you know. We'll yeah. know it's true equality when those rules apply to women and people of color, but, you know, for now. For the podcast listeners, the fourth rule is to be a man. <laughs> That's right, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, straight and white, if it helps. Yeah, yeah if, work, if you, work on that, can, ladies. Work, work on it. <laughs> I've heard, so I've heard a lot of stories from um, trans women about the difference in the way that they're treated immediately as soon as as soon as people sort of see them as women and they'll be like or people who don't know that they're trans and have just met them and accept that they're women right away mm -hmm. um and they're immediately treated worse immediately people talk over them uh yeah. all these things are like holy the whole it was so fast 
but I want to hear I want to hear stories from trans men about just being respected immediately and just everybody yeah. wants to hear your opinion and you immediately get a promotion. And we, all, we want those stories. Yeah, I, re really I really do. want to hear those stories. I'm really curious. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to hear those stories as well. <laughs> That's like a very, very underrated rags to riches story. Mm -hmm. of just all the all the problems of being being a woman and how you're treated to suddenly just the opulence of male privilege. Just, oh it's my like, god, it's, it's so good up here. It's like it's so like being good. It's like being bumped up yeah. to business class. You're just like, there's so much space. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, and I can put my legs out and nobody will fucking care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if they do, they might look at me, decide it's not worth it, and just keep it to themselves. Also yeah. possible. Oh man. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I would love to experience that. Uh, mm. Just like walk a mile in a man's shoes for a day, and I there was um there was a a thing online going around, and it's probably one of those things that a lot of people have seen, where there was somebody who there was two colleagues that worked together. They were a man and a woman, but they kind of held the same level of in whatever office they were working in and but they shared an email inbox but they would sign off as themselves the whole time okay um, and one of them realized he was he was really struggling with clients that he'd been working with for ages he was just like why is why is this not working like why is this being so difficult and he realized he'd been accidentally signing off as his colleague all day and how? He was, how do you yeah. how do you do that? I, I don't like I don't know what the setup was. Um, I don't know what the the kind of situation might have been, but he he had accidentally been signing off as his female colleague all day. Yeah, and he had just had a fucking nightmare. So when he spoke to his female colleague, they kind of did it as yeah, it might have been an auto signature as Baldi said. I thought that um, I thought that too. But if you've got two people using it, you wouldn't you just wouldn't use an auto signature. Yeah, I'm not sure how it might have happened. They could have had some sort of internal yeah. office setup thing. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, so when he spoke to his female colleague about it, they were like, well, how about we do this as a bit of an experiment? So for a month, mm -hmm. they swapped signatures to see how their workload uh, increased or decreased. Because um, she had been constantly getting berated about not hitting the same numbers as him. Mm -hmm. um, and so they swapped over and he just had a nightmare month yeah. of not of just being like having really difficult times with his clients or the people he was speaking to. And she, her numbers soared. Wow. Uh, and it was literally just a case of signing off on an email. Yeah. Um, but like, I've experienced that as well, just through email. Uh, when I was working for the theater, I'd be signing off. Now, my name is gender neutral. So I did occasionally get addressed mm. as Mr. Manning. Um, okay. And, you know, it was fine. But, yeah. uh, the, uh, you know, the, the clientele that we had as well were the type of people that would write to an establishment with dear sirs, um, yeah. you know, so it was, you, there was, there was definitely this vibe the whole time. Um, but yeah, the amount of times where I would get like full mansplained to in an email, um, there was a guy that he was trying to access one of the shows we were doing, because we did online shows during the pandemic and he was trying to get onto uh, what, what, whatever the show was. And he just kept like, he kept replying with i've worked in it for 30 years uh like all of this sort of nonsense 
um, about how he knew how computers work and the information I was telling him made no sense. And I was giving him the most basic, like yeah. accessing a live stream show information you could think of. Yeah. Um, and he just wasn't having it. And then my yeah. colleague, my colleague who was, again, it was a male colleague, same level as me. He ended up responding to him and it just, he just it just got sorted like just went away yeah <laughs> just went away just <laughs> to the point where i because these shows these shows it was a series that happened every month for eight months i think mm. um and so i was just like in future when that guy emails in you're responding because i just i just can't <laughs> yeah. and what was he what was he thinking when he would oh i didn't know there was a man there ah good yeah. everything will be fine Oh, that's all you had to say. There's a man in the room. It's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the amount of people that, like, I've had situations where a colleague is, like, technically I'm their supervisor. Mm -hmm. um, but, and this would be, like, in person at box office counters and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know where people would be like can i can i speak to somebody or they 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 try and speak to my male colleague even though i'm like i'm i'm the supervisor here today mm -hmm. uh you know it's me that you're trying to deal with but they're just like they will only speak to a man and yeah <laughs> um and i watched i watched a man who had had a full-on fight with me over the fact that he had accidentally bought six tickets to a huge new year's eve event like accidentally and didn't realize for like three months that he had yeah. accidentally spent over 300 pounds that he okay. didn't need to spend and i'm like i'm not gonna feel sorry for you if you didn't notice you were missing 300 pounds until now mm. um I'm, like my sympathy is already quite low but he yeah. just had such an argument with me i was just like i'm really sorry it does say that you like there's a lot of like cancellation terms and conditions or whatever yeah. and i was saying to him i can't refund this to you you would need to take it to the head office or whatever. But he stood in front of me to call the head office, which takes a bit of time. And then he speaks to my colleague on the other end, who is, of course, a man. And he's so charming and polite. Yeah. And my colleague just refunds him. And he just kind of, because he's able to do that, though. Like, he's at that level in the office. He's able to issue the refund. Yeah. Whereas I was, I just had not got the, the clearance to do it. Yeah. Um. And so he almost just looked at me as if, oh, you could have just done that the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, no, I couldn't. I explained yeah. that to you, but you just didn't listen. Also, maybe um, if you'd talked to me the way you talked to that guy, I would have yeah. been more inclined to try. Maybe exactly. that's like... Yeah. It was, it's just, it's just when you watch that switch right in front of you. Yeah. And I, I called my colleague afterwards. I was just like, dude, he was like, he was so rude to me. And he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I probably would have giving him more grief if I'd realized. <laughs> yeah. That's Paul Duncan McGarity coming in here with, uh, uh, I try to keep it fair by ignoring everyone under 6'2". That's a nice, everyone needs a policy. And uh -huh. I like that. That's the that's the Randy Newman short people got no reason to live uh, <laughs> mantra. <laughs> but also, um, just in terms of, you know, biology, statistically speaking, that is mostly women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, and sorry to the short kings. Apologies out there, short yeah. kings. There's a lot of uh, love for short kings around the place at the moment. And yeah, I, that I won't put last. it down solely to Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. that shit, won't, that shit <laughs> will not last. That is a short term. It's like mustaches. Mustaches are cool right now. It's going to be six months. That's. Mm -hmm. I had, for the first time in my life, someone complimented facial hair and didn't include me in it because two of the guys I was with had mustaches. And I was like, this is, 
this is kind of <laughs> nice. This is new. This is, I'm used to drunk strangers coming up to me in the street, trying to touch my goddamn face. And this dude is, oh, all the time, all the time. So much. I Can have I, never felt inclined to touch somebody's beard. So many, so many people want to touch my goddamn face. I've had a beard since I was 18. And oh my God, mo- almost, almost entirely drunk women. Almost exclusively drunk women. Uh, and then occasionally it's a guy. Um, some, it's like so mad. sober dudes, drunk women. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they just they want they want it. They need to know. They need to know. They were not trying to suck my beard, Baldy. Uh, but I mean, maybe if they put it that way, it's like, well, you got to put something in there first. Something worth sucking. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> something worth sucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, no. Yes, Meatballs, uh, you absolutely, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, uh, and Floyd Mullet, you absolutely uh, spelt it right. Yeah, I've been clean-shaven twice uh, since I met Sadaf, so it happens, it happens occasionally, it'll happen again at some point I, in the next two yeah, years. I saw a photo of you clean-shaven, and I was just like, yeah. that, that's not Chris, that, I know. It's yeah, like it's so odd. Different. <laughs> people don't, people don't like it. People do, no. people do, my face is fine, but they're also like, no. So many <laughs> completely different people speak to me. Yeah, it's it's a very different vibe. It's not that it it doesn't look good or anything. It just you have a beard. That's just the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's no no joke. Like my friends are uncomfortable, and strangers mm-hmm. that would consider giving me change in the street are suddenly coming up and exchanging stock tips. Like it's a. It is such a different thing. Oh, we have a new patron. Graham Reed, thank you so much for joining the Patreon. Oh, welcome, welcome to, to the Patreon. Patreon. You are going to have exclusive access to extra episodes. Yeah. Um, oh, this yeah. is another thing as well. You may have this as a glasses wear as well, Chris. I'm trying on glasses. Like, fuck. Yeah. I mean this with every fiber of my being. Fuck off. <laughs> this is... 400 quids if you have 400 quid insurance on my glasses you can try them on you but you have to hand that over to me in cash right now before you go anywhere near my face but the amount of drunk people just like grab them off your face and i'm like sorry what that is literally Mm. my eyesight yeah i cannot get home if you take my glasses and break them or that like i cannot I remember, um, uh, I've had glasses. When, how old were you when you first got glasses? I was 10 years old. I was 10 as well. Aw. Yeah. So Thank yeah, like fourth, fourth grade. And I remember my buddy Russell, who I've known forever. Also, tour grade. So sorry for doxing you there, bud. I had no idea. I didn't know that you'd done that. But uh, nice to meet you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you... How could oh, I have known? How could I have known that? It didn't, ABD, it didn't say folks. anything about ABD, baby, ABD. Um, but uh, um, yeah, my buddy Russell, who I've known since I was like five, he said he he said it was so funny to um, uh, to watch because like I was so relaxed about everything. Like you basically couldn't you couldn't bully your reaction out of me, and people tried because <laughs> I'm very polite and I was a very quiet kid, and so people tried to bully me regularly, and you just couldn't. Just couldn't get a reaction. If you took my glasses, I would fuck you up. 
Mm -hmm. It was like there was going to be a real problem. And he's like, yeah, you're so chill the rest of the time. But if someone takes your glasses, you will end them. Like, yeah, 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 because they're I, actually I, it's, important. <laughs> it's awful. Um, and it took me a few, it actually took me a few years to realize it though. Like, I think I was a bit kind of lonely and, and sad as a child. So, as a teenager, people taking my glasses, I was it was like attention <laughs> and I was happy to have it. Uh, <laughs> but I did very quickly realize, oh no, 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 this is not okay. Yeah. Um, but there was definitely a couple of times where people took my glasses and I was just, I, and, and yeah, it's, it's not, not good. Uh, it's, well, do you guys do yeah. it with flirting? Because like women yes. will do it to flirt all yeah. the time. All, it's let's not see, a I, move. It's, I want to see if how anything, you you've are. just written yourself off. All right. It depends. It depends on how cute they are. Honestly, it worked a couple of times on me when, yeah. but it would, they didn't have to. That's the thing is like, it's also, if, it, if, if it's going to work, you don't need it. And you're just like comparing. That's Love fine. That. Yeah, for sure. All the time. We do that constantly. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that recently. Um, <laughs> I used that move. I, I didn't consciously use it as a move. It just sort of happened. But it, it does just happen a lot of the time. Um, there, is a, there is always a fascination, I think. Uh, yeah. People are curious. Yeah. I think they're trying to figure out also like I've had it a couple times when people put on my glasses and they go, Oh, I can see better. I'm like, buddy, you're fucked. That's bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's... <laughs> um, this would be very funny. Chris Beards and Ashley glasses at the merch table. Yeah. That would be, Oh, what would John's be? Because if we could get like, cause we're going to, we're going to do live ones one day. My hope yeah. is that, not this Edinburgh, but the one after. I want the to do when we're, when we're all there. We'll we'll do a bunch of live ones. Yeah. And I would love to get Y fronts. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. It'd be so funny to have like a table of like basically like how we have like Team Ashley, Team Betts, yes. Team Hastings, and have it laid out. And it's like so you pick. You can yes. like wear like a beard, or you can wear the glasses, <gasps> or you can that wear like be so fun. Wear like a cast for John yeah. or just yeah we could definitely we're gonna we're gonna come up with some fun shit for the live shows yeah it's um, gonna be very Edinburgh silly. Fringe 2023 is, by candles it's gonna happen <laughs> um prosthetic elbow lumps <laughs> just Eight like you know fist. have you seen when he does the two scars you could just yeah. put like <laughs> just, two just like or maybe like hats from a local botanical garden <laughs> <laughs> so many March ideas um yeah it's it's ne next year when when we do live shows together it's gonna be really fun yeah we're gonna um, yeah we're gonna do some silly stuff i think that's gonna be great very silly stuff i, I have like never should... no go sorry. on sorry oh uh, no 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 finish your finish your thought i'm gonna uh, i'll bring that up in a second i, I was just like gonna should. say uh i feel like oh god i actually don't even remember the thought anymore <laughs> live I'm shows sorry. fun things to do um i was gonna say i feel like we should have a venue and, and it's like for four hours or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> do a 12 hour like live a mega, mega stream, stream live <laughs> just keep bringing guests in and oh, actually that sounds that sounds pretty fucking fun that, sounds... that would be kind of insane but yeah have people fun. come and go I think that sounds that sounds great oh a chewable mic that's a great idea oh i like that 
That's a terrible idea. That's so <laughs> the heckling the heckling would be absolutely ludicrous. There would be no there would be no respite. What would we do with the chat? How do you incorporate the chat into a live show? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to really do some logistical planning for this. I guess we could like we could like project the chat onto the screen behind us. Yeah, for people have... who are not because we will try and probably stream it. Oh yeah, we'll stream it live for sure. Um, and then have the chat. Yeah, we're oh. gonna have to do a lot of technical work on it. The hype train sing along will be the highlight. <laughs> the highlight. Imagine a full venue of people singing hype train songs. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I, I want the most it. in the world right now. That's <laughs> is a, a room full of troggies singing the hype train song together. Oh my god. I'm uh, I'm immediately touched. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. <laughs> Oh no! And Ashley's just just furious. You're just so mad. And we've got all, all the lighting is just a spotlight on you. There's no you can't see anyone else. It's just your angry face. It's just darkness <laughs> with all of the hype train song and me in a spotlight, getting very annoyed. Um. <laughs> Yes, Meatballs, you love it. You love the Hype Train song. Everyone loves the Hype Train song. We're going to release it as a Christmas single. It's going to be a big deal. I do think it'll be fun to have Teams merch. Yeah. Uh, that will be definitely very fun. Um, no, I'm so excited. It's so far away. God damn it. it. Do you know oh. what, though? It's not, is it? It's going to come around so quickly. Where should we do it? Chat. Where where should we take our live show? We'll do it in Edinburgh, obviously. I mean, it will it'll be Edinburgh, but like it'll but, be subject to what venue we can get. But like also we'll be around. Like we can also, you know, we could do a little mini tour. We could do we could do Manchester, we could do Bristol, we could do Bright, we could do London, you know. We could plan it, yeah. You can just do that. That's totally doable. So yeah. worldwide, worldwide, <laughs> world tour. <laughs> That's the Pitbull worldwide, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. <laughs> Mr. And Ms. Worldwide tour. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Book your hotels for Fringe 2023 now. Oh, Christ. I am looking for Fringe accommodation and because I've, I've now, you know, decided mm. not to be living in Glasgow, but I'm hoping to get work for the Fringe. Um, but I will have to live there for it and yeah. it is i looked at a hostel for 1880 pounds for an eight bed dorm that's not a i i think i said this to you actually when we were doing the oh patreon yeah i think that, that's on the patreon yeah that is absolutely impossible that impossible. is possible ridiculous although yeah. i got i gotta say that a regular um rent in canada is just fringe prices really oh yeah absolutely it's right. you know easy easy two grand easy just nuts That's insane uh you're paying about 100 quid a night jesus i am going to try and bum from some friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just see if i can pull that off but it probably won't happen <laughs> yeah no it's uh, it, for anyone but... that isn't that might be new to the stream or isn't involved in comedy just uh, the Edinburgh Fringe accommodation. What happens mm -hmm. is people that own flats or houses in Edinburgh um, rent for fairly low prices uh, the rest of the year, and then in August they just they just pay off their mortgage mm -hmm. uh, by jacking it up through the roof. So uh, it's a nightmare because we are basically students. Yeah. <laughs> we do not yeah. have 
good money. I have already looked into this. This is more expensive mm. than a mm. hostel. <laughs> They're always one step ahead. Yeah, yeah. These mon motor these money homes men. are not cheap at yeah. all. It was going to cost, I think it was going to cost four grand for a, a van for the month. Has anyone ever tried just bringing a hammock and quietly setting it up in their venue? Just I'm waiting, sure. just waiting I until the last show so ends. I'm so sure just, that that has happened. Just snug. <laughs> that you... really feels like it must have happened. I'm considering camping. I'm don't, considering camping don't do for it. a month. Don't do it. I, I've got friends that did it. Nightmare. It's so, it's so bad. Oh, it's so dear. bad. Yeah, there's uh, Tony, um, Tony C, who runs, or at least used to run a great room in um, Bristol. He rode his bike from Bristol to Edinburgh. And I remember I was sitting outside a cafe with Phil Ellis. Yeah. We were having a coffee, waiting for the key to our flat. And fucking Tony rides up and we're like, Tony, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm in a bit of a bad mood, you know, but uh, it was a long ride, had some problems, but, uh, you know, I'm here now, so I'm going to go set up my tent. And we're like, you're going to murder somebody by the end of this. There's no way this ends well for you. Camping in Enfringe is a thousand pounds a week. A thousand pounds a week to camp in Edinburgh during the Fringe. To live miserably. What? And I love camping. I like camping. I haven't done it in years, to be honest. That's... Wow. Do a sleep show and sell tickets to it. Come <laughs> <laughs> and watch me sleep. Oh, I'd get some fucking weirdos in that, but man, that would get that would get like an OnlyFans following or something. <laughs> yeah, do like a yeah the nap nap time, nap I time. Could, nap I time could with totally Ashley. make money of people just watching me sleep for a month. Yeah, it's yeah, like 100%. you can come in, you have to be quiet. You cannot touch yourself. All you can do is watch me sleep <laughs> mm -hmm. and put as much money in a bucket as you want. But that's all you can do. I think, no yeah, touching yourself. Stop, stop it. I know you're out there. <laughs> I can hear that. Only naps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Did you, I'm genuinely quite intrigued to try something like that. <laughs> I bet you could. I bet you could do that. I bet some some venue would be like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. Every night, you just sleep in there. Your whole audience would be other comics, where it's just cheaper to buy a ticket to your show than it is to get a goddamn apartment. It'd just be you and 30 How comics. How great would that be if it was just a room full of comics sleeping, but it was like the best-selling show of the first? It's sold out run. <laughs> I think this is like this is a weirdly brilliant tack. Just I feel like this could we this could get legs. We could be onto something right now. What a what a workaround! Everybody sleeps. That's the whole. Everybody just sleeps. That's the whole show. Everybody sleeps. I, I really want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, and then you make you make a bundle. Yeah. You would you wouldn't need a single poster. It, nope. it would sell out immediately. Yeah. And they would add, try to add extra shows. You'd have to take like afternoon nap shows and stuff just to clear it out. I really want to do this. <laughs> this is a great idea. This is a fantastic idea. And you would win Spirit of the Fringe. Yeah. You'd win an award for it. I guarantee I could win an award on that. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Right. Let's see if this can get off the ground. <laughs> All right. What kind of, what, what venue are we going with? 
It's got to be like warm and dry, so it can't be the caves. It's got to be warm um, and dry. It can't have late night shows in it. No midnight shows, shows because that'll screw up everyone's circadian rhythms. And yep. that's what's the whole point of the show. Uh-huh. Um, Please sleep on this idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the Pleasant Dome and fund your life for the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. So oh much. Oh, my God. Imagine the big, huge venue. And I'm just on the stage, curled up fast asleep. Yeah. They just pull all the chairs back. They fold back like in a, in a high school gymnasium into that sort of flat. And then uh, just a bunch of fun little, just little mattresses. A little part of my mind, though, is like, you know, there was that show where, so, where uh, somebody's just dressed as a gorilla and you don't know who it is. Oh, what if yeah. It was um, that, but sleeping. A young like, man. Like a sleeping comics. A young man <laughs> dressed as a gorilla, dressed as an old man, sits in a chair for an hour. Yes. Something, and he, something every, like people just come in and out of it and he does nothing but sit there and then they take off the mask at the end it could be an absolute nobody it could be a huge star yeah i went i have somewhere in one of my notebooks here i have notes that i took when i went to that because it was the stuff that people do is i saw a full fight breakout um i saw people like people that i know people who are comics do incredibly disrespectful things uh and it was just like it was right at the end of the the run so everybody was just weird um and yeah it was just like to the gorilla to other audience members to the like the way the chance worked out i've got it somewhere but it was it's something primal is released in that show where because it's sort of like new year's eve where they feel like the whole point is to do something big and weird and let this out so this is the only time this is the only time to let um, this happen. The gorilla got a lap dance, full wow. like nudity, like a full or just like a grind, because those are two different things. A lap dance yeah. involves involves nipples, <laughs> minimum. EICC doesn't have late shows, right? Oh my god, the EICC. <laughs> that would be so funny. That'd be so funny if you sold out a huge theater just to sleep. Everyone just, just takes sleep. a nap. Oh my god, I would love that so much. I really want to do this. I re- like just oh, <laughs> sleeping in a Batman <laughs> bed. Oh my god! I re I like yeah. I kind of really just want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like a protest piece because yeah. it's about rent prices. Yeah, I'm, I this started out as a joke, and I am more and more. I'm convinced now that like this is really, really thinking about it. Fantastic idea. <laughs> Part of the show is everybody cleans up the room after the last, you know, you sweep, you don't want any dust while you're sleeping on the floor. And so all together, everybody, as they walk in, they get a broom and you all tidy up together, put on your gym jams and then uh, just tuck up a little bit of ASMR or light Uh jazz. Well, everyone falls asleep. You got to read a story. I always, oh my God, like a full story time and bedtime. Full bedtime story. For the whole month, I, I just could invest in like, properly cute pajamas as in like onesies like look yeah. like a kid's version of pajamas yeah 100 <laughs> percent um i love this idea too i much. also <laughs> love this idea different different story every night oh i think this is great like full story time i always oh so now when i go to sleep if i'm struggling to get to sleep i listen to classical music mm. i can make one inch buttons for you what does that mean 
like a uh, like a like a badge like a pin we call them buttons in canada oh okay yeah um oh my god i oh, yeah now free. i listen to oh uh i listen to classical music when i can't sleep now um mm. like slow classical bach tchaikovsky chopin uh that sort of stuff um yeah. but when i was a kid i used to listen to the mr men uh, like mr men bedtime tapes yeah <laughs> nice and i feel like that could be really fun <laughs> so that's that of all the of all the things that went audio mr men i think is the most surprising because yeah. this is the whole point the shapes and colors it's not story driven <laughs> mr men's bedtime was really really nice though it was they, they just it was narrated. I'd have to try and dig out those tapes, or you can probably get them still somewhere online. Um, yeah, I'm sure I could. You could get bedtime tapes for children and just play yeah. them throughout the show. Well, Audible has a bunch of them. Audible has a bunch of uh, yeah. uh, audiobooks that are specifically to put you to sleep. There's one. Yeah. There's one I used to listen to that um, it was too interesting, so I couldn't go to sleep. But it was about the perfect swing in baseball. Okay. I think it was about Mickey Mantle, and it was like, it was just very nice. But it was like Joe Jonas, I think, was reading it or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, it was odd. But there's some there's some great ones. Murray Elaine as a guest star reading bedtime stories is a fantastic idea. That's a great uh, idea. Oh, I so funny. I'm so taken with this idea. And, Me and too. As you say, like a pro like a protest piece, it would actually be quite it would potentially get some traction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's I think that's a very cool idea. Someone mentioned Bob Slayer would do it. Bob Slayer would be right up there, but I don't think he has the venue for it. Bob's only got no. um he's got the bus it would have and he's to got be, the gear. It would have to be a safe venue. Somewhere that you um, can close the door and lock it because if people are sleeping, you know. Yeah. I <clears throat> yeah, there's there would be a lot there would be more logistics to it than you would expect. <clears throat> but I really think it could be fun. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, Richard, Heroes is done? I didn't know about that. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's like, I mean, they were they were not operating on a big budget. Um, so, but that's yeah. a shame. I used to do, I used to do the Blood of Us every year. Um, tell us what happened. Um, yeah, there's, but there's got to be, there are some places. The Pleasants might do it. Underbelly might do it. Um, Gilded maybe you could probably get it in one of the big four yeah because you don't want to do it in a free fringe venue those places are no gross. no you don't want to do it in a free hmm. but i mean they'd have to have staff in the venue overnight and nobody's going to want to pay for that i think we can i think we can make it happen it's art at this point right it's protest art protest art yeah oh lucy hopkins is programming it oh that's so nice do you know lucy no i don't Lucy is a wonder. She puts on unbelievable live shows and is just a sweetheart and is so funny. Um, and so, so much empathy. Oh, my God. Um, she's an absolutely wonderful person. So if she's if she's booking the uh, the Heroes of the Fringe this year, that's going to be a great, great lineup. Um, I need confirmation on the rumor that Pleasance has absorbed the space. Uh, no idea. No idea. No idea any gay saunas in the city 
You don't want to be on that floor. That's the last floor that you want. That is, a, that is not a floor you want to be on. That's a, that's a um, yucky yes, there floor. Is, there is, there's a few. <laughs> there must be. Yeah, there must be. Oh, there, I gotta... mean, there's one There's one right next to Monkey Barrel. No. Where? Do you not know about it? Is that in the basement of the City Cafe? No, no. It's across the road from it. It's no next way. to the new Monkey Barrel venue. Uh, it's it's like right where that Marquette Tours is. The, it's one of the doors next to that. Uh, straight saunas are uh, Turkish baths, my friend. Still pretty gay, but not in name. Yeah. At least I think it's a gay sauna. It's definitely a sauna. All right. I'm searching uh, Edinburgh gay saunas right now. <laughs> Need to know. I just, I just remember, remember when we did like a, a, a density tour of glory holes in different countries. Yes. I'd completely forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a moment. Uh, Monkey Barrel kept getting calls meant for the sauna in, a, in the early days. That's so funny. That's great. Oh, yeah. There's a whole map on Travel Gay. There's uh, a sex club near Ashley's old flat in Edinburgh. I only found that out after I left. <laughs> oh, such a shame. I only found that out. Oh, wait. We only found that. Mm, did we find that out because of the glory hole chat? Oh, maybe. There was definitely a glory hole near where you used to live. Yeah, there was. There was definitely. Um, I'm sure there's there's probably oh. stuff near me here as well. I'm I'm pretty central in Glasgow, uh, but I won't be for long, so it doesn't matter if I dox myself now. <laughs> I think that I think that the sauna might be gone because I'm looking at um, travelgay.com slash Edinburgh Gay Saunas, and uh, I feel like if anyone would know, it would be these guys. And uh, uh -huh. there's absolutely no no businesses on there. So okay, yeah. It might just be a straight sauna then. I'm pretty certain it's gay. No, it's whatever it was. It's gone now. Goddamn shame. Or it's Absolutely. very very covert. It's, yeah, it's more covert than travel gay. I feel like. That's uh maybe they don't want tourists. They just want the locals. Oh, yeah. those sites are rubbish. Well, Good they, to know, they seem to have Good um to those sites are rubbish. There we go. They seemed to have like a set clientele. I think it was you know I remember some people being like, yeah, that guy's going in and out all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like regulars. Um, it doesn't need to be all night. It could be for a few hours. Everyone arrives in PJs and cozies. Story time, maybe cozy drink, and everyone has a nap. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be an all night, but then that's it's not the statement, you know. Yeah. I need to be like, this is actually how I'm sleeping for the month. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's the protest piece. I think that's the best. That's the best way. I think that would be yeah. very funny. And then, yeah, you can sell like you can sell month long tickets and yeah. just give them to basically make them available to comedians first. Uh -huh. um, obviously, have a few that you're like, mm, not you uh but uh <laughs> but uh uh yeah and then you could just say hey we got a we got a sold out run for the whole month and the the fees go to cover the venue cost so everyone is yes. technically paying for accommodation but then anything above it goes to you because you'll be you know you're putting it on you're organizing it all and uh i think this is i think this is a wonderful idea I genuinely feel like this is a better option than trying to find somewhere to stay i think this is great and I want, can you, can you write it down so that we don't forget it? I think I should write it down. I, I don't have access well. to a pen or paper because all of my belongings are packed. So, um, somebody put it in the discord. <laughs> I, 
I'll put it in um, my, my to-do thing. Remind Ashley about sleep show. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm so intrigued by the idea of doing this. Because mm. the thing is, like, I could totally sort myself out. This was the thing about like living in a van or camping for the month is that I can sort myself out with washing and all of that or like showering because mm. I would just buy a month's membership to the swimming pool and keep fit and stuff. Um, and it's much easier to find space to keep your clothes and stuff than it is yeah. to uh, live for a month. Uh, yeah. Storage would be an issue. Storage would be a thing. You'd need to if people yes. are staying there for the whole month, we need to organize some sort of logistics for people to keep their stuff there. Uh, yeah. Matt Decker making a great point. Include sound and lighting operators. Include the text. Make it yeah. open to text and acts. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, no hanky-panky. Nope. No hanky-panky. There's absolutely there's like no sex in the sleep show. <laughs> no sex in the sleep show. <laughs> um, yeah, just rent lockers. People any. can rent lockers down at the pool. Take showers there. Yeah yeah this is this is coming together this is coming together why coming is this together. coming together as a legitimate <laughs> option <laughs> it will be a very difficult month you will have a yeah. rough month there will be snores there will be farters there will be giggling <laughs> there will be a lot of sleepover giggling yes very but fun sell out run <laughs> that's, that's that's the operation choke slam show next door yeah absolutely correct <laughs> <laughs> rent out two venues one with a tarp on the floor <laughs> no. Um, swimming pool lockers sold out as well. A hundred comics all going for early swims. <laughs> yeah. In practice, you might end up killing everyone there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are going to stop being friends. But what a time! Yeah. What, what a time! A time. <laughs> oh God, it'd be so funny. Christ, and you just know as well that it would end up getting booked up by fucking weirdos. Oh yeah, you'd have to like vet. Everybody. I'd really have be, to bet who's people can apply for it, and then you get to choose who gets. There's like a, a so, like a rigged lottery. There's a vibe check. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely a vibe check. Um, you I mean, have you to could even you could check. even just do it. You could do it just women. You could just do I it. I could just women. do it just women. Yeah. 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 And it could be like a a safety thing as well. There could be another little bit of a a protest yeah. point about it. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Or we stop. could do two shows: one men's and one women's. There you go. Got to put a tarp right. down in the men's. That one's going to get gross, even if it's not sex. Something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Zoom interviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd have to have plastic dividers. Um, yeah, there must be lots of plastic dividers COVID. going spare post COVID. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, create pods and dampen snore sounds. You mean just like lay it down over a snore and hope they don't suffocate? <laughs> <laughs> you sleep here now what if it was just me in a little covid proof pod on a stage and it was just a walk-in show <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like i'm in a pod so i'm kind of able to go to sleep <laughs> yeah soundproof you just just chilling everything's fine <laughs> sleep if I'm, you want I, to i get like because i'm quite a I'm not a very exciting sleeper. I don't talk in my sleep. I don't snore. I'm very quiet and I don't really move that much. Um, so it, it could be just one of those things where people watch me. <laughs> I love this from Torgreed. In that case, the National <laughs> Museum might might put you up in the lobby. 
That'd be pretty sick. I just really want to do something with this idea now. <laughs> you could do another one that's uh, uh, for homeless people. Oh my God. You could do one for performers and one for homeless people where you rent out a venue and homeless people sleep there for the night uh, for the month. And buying tickets is just contributing to the cost. So yeah, just make the tickets cover if you, how you much it would be for You would buy your ticket for it, the comics one. They would buy their ticket and it would cover the cost of the homeless, homeless yeah. one. Yeah, that's a great. That'd be really cool. You would cool. need a lot longer than what we now have to plan that because <laughs> you would probably need to get help from yeah you'd have to talk programs. to programs yeah uh which to be fair i have connections with a, Great. i have a friend who's one of the like one is leading in homeless outreach in scotland um christ why is this becoming such a good idea <laughs> such a good idea this is not what i thought that today's stream would be but i'm very glad for it yeah yeah, I think that's, yeah, adding the homeless people really sort of ties it together. Yeah, um, it becomes a very full statement piece. Yeah. Yeah. For and the then homeless you could, one, you could make the ticket buying open to the public so they can buy a ticket that will cover a homeless person to spend the night there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think ooh. there's a lot. Ooh, there's a lot to that. It would be, I mean, there would there would be a lot of dealing with the council and yes, but the, but the homeless outreach people can help you out with all that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that would be, and also getting certain guarantees that you'd have to make to the venue in terms of, will it be yeah. ready in the morning? And yeah. because we have shows to put on, everything has to be cleaned and everything has to be, and that's for both venues is making sure that, you know, a mess isn't fucking left and there, there isn't just a pile of selfish comics leaving all their shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this is absolutely doable. Yeah, John is going to be so pissed off. But this is, yeah. I mean, this is, I love John, but this is what happens when you let an idea breathe. This yeah. Is, <laughs> Not to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a rule of entry would be that you have to be clean. You have to clean for 10 minutes each morning. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's it, part of you it. You would just you would have to just clean your space. Um, yeah, there's and really could, there is really something in this, and my mind is spinning with and it. You could get local uh, coffee shops or cafes or bakeries. Um, do breakfast to do yeah breakfast or have um, like special tie-in deals or something like that, yeah. where everybody goes afterwards and gets yeah. There's and then they can the money from that part could go to donating food to the homeless one and yeah there's a lot there's a lot you could do with this this is very cool i like this this is and really cool and i have no idea how to how one would go about starting to make it into a thing uh you just start uh talking to bookers and and pitch it and see what they think uh right. so it's like talk to talk to ryan talk to katie um who the fuck runs yeah. talk to alex who runs assembly assembly uh -huh. might do it actually they've got a lot of venues um and they're in they're in pretty tight with glad with edinburgh mm. there's a lot um you could do it at spiegel tent but uh that would be a lot of money and also uh outside still still a tent 
So yeah. not ideal. Uh, and I love, I love, I love that the fringe allows this, like no other festival would we even consider this as an option, but the fringe is such a yeah. weird spot that it's like, yeah, may maybe. Yeah. This is conceivable. Yeah. Uh, EMB says that I'm smiling so much and cannot get this out. I can't, I can't move yeah. past it. Like I'm genuinely like, I feel like I'm going in circles with my conversation skills right now, but I can't get past it. <laughs> it's not the best content, yeah. but here we are <laughs> i think it's cool you guys get this is what it is to brainstorm a show into existence fringe ideas <laughs> is this is this is how everything is written is yeah. you just sit and you have half an idea and you go oh and then what about this oh and then maybe that and then and then it just it hopefully front row seats to the creative process yeah guess. it cascades into action uh yeah it's so great the fringe allows it you just have to sort out a venue yeah, but uh, but I just mean in terms of the spirit of the festival, like other festivals, yeah. it, it would just it would feel at odds with maybe the vibe mm -hmm. of the thing. But the fringe is a place where it's all it's all about strange stuff anyway. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, it's the definition of the fringe. Um, so, yeah, if we can if we can find venues to agree to this, that would be great. And they would love it because it's like as long as we could sort out the cleaning and make sure that nothing was broken. Mm -hmm. um, so like safety, safety. And um, logistics. Yeah. As long as those were taken care of, the PR alone would be incredible for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is dope. Well, I... <laughs> uh, if you do it, you could contact National Museum of Scotland. Uh, they've run sleepovers there. I might know logistics laws. Boom. Thank Ooh. you, PD McGee. That is a great note. Is that uh, the... That would be the... the um museum in edinburgh that does like the night at the museum shows and stuff right uh is that the right is that the same one or is it a different body i would need I, to sort that out because i know i i i know who kind of runs those night at the museum shows so uh, okay. i could oh oh yes it's the <laughs> same space oh And homeless, loads of homeless charities have run have run sleepouts before. You just need to do it for a month. Dope. Mm. Dope, 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 dope. It would get it would get PR as well. Like you, huge. Yeah. 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 And I I could totally reach out to like the Times and stuff because uh, yeah. they interviewed me before. Yeah. Well, and also like any any PR group at the Fringe would love to take that on because yeah that's i would great... really i would really have to plan my life for that month and be prepared to uh sleep in this venue and really stick to that um yeah. but you know i'm sure i've done worse <laughs> yeah um, like it'll be it'll be a long ass month it'll be it'll by be the a end long month and I'll by the end you'll be a good sleeping bag yeah i'm gonna be really tired sleeping pills maybe i don't know if you've ever done that but I've uh done that. i i think i it would be the first week might be tough and then i would probably get used to it and then the last week would be like i need to get out of here mm. um but i can probably do that running the event would be a full-time job yeah i might not even have to get a job for the fringe <laughs> um <laughs> but i still yeah. would like to do that uh yeah I'm yeah, so intrigued, like, 
but adding like up until we mentioned doing it as a homelessness thing as well mm -hmm. i was still a bit like this isn't this is a fun conversation but it's not actually going to happen but now that we've mentioned that i'm a bit like that could mm. be kind of cool yeah mm. sponsored by night all <laughs> <laughs> we could totally get sponsorship yeah yeah there's a oh. lot there's a lot you could do. Yeah, this is a fucking great idea. Yeah. This is very, very cool. You're not so, allowed to bring your stuff. You're only allowed to kind of come in with sleeping yeah, stuff. Yeah. So you need, yeah. So like logistics wise, yeah. We'd wanna we'd wanna at least see if we could find a place for people to keep their stuff as well. Because yeah. otherwise that'll make it a lot harder for people because it's like, you yeah. know, people come up with bags of stuff and go to space, but yeah yeah you could definitely you could do it if we could even like depending on capacity you could get a shipping container yeah. put a bunch of uh uh closets or like secondhand furniture in there uh -huh. so everybody could hang their stuff up and put it there there's a lot yeah have to be not responsible for values that would be that would be a yeah. big part of it um bring your own locks folks but uh yeah yeah, I think this is... Uh, There's something in this. There is something in this. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Oh, Diamond Geezer saying uh, Summer Hall. Summer Hall. I also potentially know the person who runs that. Yeah, and Summer Hall's beautiful. I love that. I love that place. Uh, they, do, they do a lot of night shows, though, and have a bar that's open pretty late. So that's part of it is... I mean, Making I sure feel like you're probably going to have to come to terms with something like that, though, because uh, you could you can get accommodations that's just above a nightclub a lot of the time, you know. Yeah, but people have to a lot of the like a lot of the bigger spaces in Summerhall are sort of direct line to and from the bar, and so right. as people are coming and going, that would be a problem. So you need like a self-contained space that will hold it there. Although I guess maybe some of their venues, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely an option. There's really cool stuff. Um, I have yeah. to be real bad. You stay here and brainstorm. I will stay here and brainstorm. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, this is just such a fun idea. And just the added thing of doing something a little bit selfless, but also making a point that is a little bit selfish, uh, in that I couldn't get it, that it's difficult to get fringe accommodation as a stand up. Are we, are, am I insane? There is there actually something in this? <laughs> um, what, okay, what would be the definite things that I would have to, uh, you'd need to, it would need to be a venue that has toilets that are up to scratch as well. Uh, brainstorm set, oh God, I can't even speak now that I'm here by myself. Um, you should do this 100% Christ. I'm really committing to something now I need to go and think it through definitely probably worth checking with Salvation Army building opposite the Pleasance too oh that's a good shout I want reviewers to be sent to sleep over too <laughs> imagine this getting reviewed <laughs> um it's audacious it's not insane you're not insane and I'd be happy to help make this happen no food no you can't bring food in because that would just be messy and disgusting you can have water and anything that's in a contained flask um 
I that was kind of the rule when I was working on a historical building recently you couldn't bring food in but you could have a bottle of water you could have a contained flask of any kind of hot drink but it had to be a sealed flask thing um we'd have to figure out what times it was at a you'd have to figure out what time it's at right Chris yeah yeah timing uh start and end would be hard probably 11 yeah uh because if it's a venue they'll probably have like 10 p.m shows so like 11 30 for them to yeah. everybody to clear out well, my okay i've i've just now realized a problem with this mm -hmm. i would have to go to bed at 11 every night <laughs> well we I can find a venue that doesn't have that time. <laughs> <laughs> that is suddenly the deal breaker <laughs> unless i mean if you paid for it uh you might be able to take the 10 p.m slot off of a venue yeah. um and include that in the night but they might not i mean for money money purposes alone they might not do that uh do that. but it's absolutely it's absolutely worth looking at can't do acms if you're on an 11 p.m bedtime think about that ashley you gotta yeah. you gotta get out there get weird with our friends oh and i i you know i like i like to keep my options open about what i do at nighttime during the fringe <laughs> hey it'd be so funny if you just had just like a sign <laughs> where your bed normally is it's Got like laid. gone gone <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> oh, that would be so It's a picture funny. of a duck on it. Everybody everybody oh, yeah, that knows next knows. Door. Yeah, I would have the room next I would have the next door show for that. Yeah. That's right. That's the tarp room. That's the yeah. yeah. Christ. That's genuinely that is now the reason I don't want to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But famously, yeah. famously, you're not a big like sleepover person. This is true. So it's a great out. It's like, listen, if you wanna, if you wanna do this thing, we gotta, we gotta get it done because I got, an hour. I got an all night show to do. I can't, yeah. I can't be hanging out. I'm so sorry. I would love to cuddle, but uh, I gotta go. So gotta go. I am more and more into cuddling lately. It's great. Weird. It's not cuddling is absolutely wonderful i'm a huge yeah. fan to the point where when i was when i was casually sleeping around with a bunch of people um uh i fucking loved cuddling and some of the girls brought it up they'd be like this is unusual behavior for this and i'd yeah. be like hey we, we don't have to do it and they're like no no i love it and i was like okay cool just as long as we're yeah. both like we're both enjoying ourselves i but, think uh, there's something in hookups hmm. Uh, there is a, a a tendency to try and avoid intimacy, and I think that's quite sad. And I that is that is something that I don't like because you can be intimate in a temporary way. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But I think because people are, you know, with hookups, people are often not really sure where you stand people are often you know if they're really just wanting a hookup they might be afraid that somebody's going to catch feelings or something yeah and so people really do keep you at a bit of a distance but i don't know i think i think if you're upfront about what you actually want from something uh it's it's okay to allow intimacy to happen yeah i mean yeah that that was always my thing but also i've never done like internet hookups no, I've always been talking to someone, we're having a nice time, and then it's like, you yeah. want to go make this but more even fun. Then, even then, there's a lot of like people just, yeah. I think, 
they kind of shut it down. They're just like, nope, this we're this is a cold hard operation. Where that was a very poor choice of words. Uh, <laughs> it's a warm hard this operation. Is, <laughs> this is an operation we're not getting emotionally involved. A mm. uh, tickets to the cuddle show would be double the price. <laughs> <laughs> the rival cuddle room will do big numbers yeah um i feel like even okay even if i don't commit to doing a show where i'm sleeping on in a venue all night for the whole mm. fringe i think there's something in the doing a show that puts up homeless people for the fringe uh i don't like that you're backing out already uh i think that uh you're gonna do both shows and i think it's gonna be wonderful <laughs> and uh I mean, a lot of people don't sleep where they're supposed to sleep at the night, right? That's all right. That's fine. Yeah. The show must go on. Everyone will, everyone will be I there. But I would have to commit to being there for the whole month. I mean, in theory, but in also theory. but also, you can get guest hosts, you know? You can get someone to, get to sub in. Yeah, for sure. I, that's But that's kind of what I was thinking about, you know, the gorilla one. Mm -hmm. What if it was just a whole month of a different person every night? Mm -hmm. That sleeps on this show. As in like the head just, sleeper. Just one person. My name is Ruin. Thank you so much for resubscribing. We love you. Thank you for the sub. Um I think that I think that you would need to be there for some continuity. Yes. Uh semi regularly, and then occasionally bring someone in um from time to time. But overall you would have to be the main person. But I mean, you know. All the late night talk show hosts, they take week, they take a week off, they get their guest hosts in. I don't see why you can't. I just I want to be able to party. <laughs> yeah, I mean I Yeah, well like... you can, you know, probably <laughs> we could we could have an enter, we could have a come in leave system. These are also possible. Yeah. Set up your bed, everybody. We're going out for a beer. If you want to sleep, you sleep. Heads up, drunk people might be coming back. No fucking no fucking just to reiterate there is no sex at the sleep show <laughs> not even heavy petting yeah in no. fact one meter distancing at all times yeah. <laughs> and no touching yourself you'd be going around like at a like at a middle school dance with a ruler just no yes. 12 12 inches come on now yeah. folks <laughs> <laughs> no fucking no rubbing on a sign as you walk in yes. just big just... At every part of the room, this sign is up. <laughs> Your sleep lifeguard. <laughs> We're going to have a, a, a rival heavy petting show. That's excellent. I can't believe that no one has registered an orgy as a fringe show. It's probably not allowed. Uh, there, I'd say there's some sort of stipulation that protects against something like that. I'd be very curious because like, I've seen... I've seen and been naked people at the fringe. Yeah. And so like nudity is absolutely a part of it. Yeah. Um, but I guess once it goes into actual sexual acts, but if it's no one's being, thing. if no one's being paid for it, Hmm. Steve, it's, Steve Bennett just standing in the corner with his notepad uncomfortably, <laughs> totally naked though. Just writing. <laughs> And for anyone ignoring the no fucking rule, be aware we will savagely review your performance of Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a foursome, but reads like a threesome. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, Diamond, obviously, you know, we'll have to take uh, COVID in. This is very much a, yeah. a pre-COVID idea. very much not a COVID-friendly idea. That is the biggest concern with it, I think. Yeah, but uh, you know, we got we got a year and a we got a year and a bit because it wouldn't it wouldn't be this summer. It's too much too much it's organization too, too much to organization get going for this year, I think. But... So, oh. yeah, start um, start putting out feelers to uh, Edinburgh homeless societies. I will run this past my friend that works for homeless outreach and see what she thinks about it mm. uh, in terms of. The logistics of getting a venue that would actually house homeless people for a night as well yeah um yeah and what kind of assurances we'd need to make because they will yeah. have probably dealt with the, the sleepovers at the national museum and uh summer hall yeah. things like that so they'll they'll have a better understanding this is a top-notch idea this is a this is a gold this is a gold a1 idea yeah <laughs> No fucking at the sleep show. No fucking at the sleep. No fucking, no rubbing. <laughs> we'll just have we'll have Kimmers at the door just pointing it. Stop yeah. it. Stop doing it. Uh, has Chris's beard gotten bigger? Really leaning into Sea Captain. Cute. I oh, think that's I... the dungarees speaking. Yeah, it could, it could uh, just be these babies. It's the dungarees. Oh, we're both wearing dungarees. How are you? I thought that was a vest. No, it's a... It's a it's a one piece that's very dungarees esque, but it does nice. button up the front. It's like there. Oh yeah, nice one, nice. Um, but it is mega toddler energy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is a a one piece. It is all I've been wearing all week while all of my clothes have been packed away. Strong. Um, on LED I... hats that are handed out as you go in. <laughs> <laughs> so the poster sounds good already. I uh... have. Uh not packed anything uh, friday friday thursday you don't have too much to pack though do you no, that's true Hold and on, you've done is... it a few times now you know where everything goes you're just gonna put it together yeah i mean i it. got all of my stuff i only decided to do this last sunday um and got it all moved on friday into storage and very sea captain now very there. very i thought i'd lean into it now. i thought yeah. you know just for the chat yeah. just you know they love it so. where is oh beardy noise will be gutted he's missing that uh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah oh yeah don't don't forget to do your summaries guys it's going to be a short yeah. one today chris and ashley come up with a brilliant idea for a show that's yes. <laughs> that's all this show has been we've actually been talking about this show for about an hour about an hour <laughs> About an hour. Yeah, but it's such a good idea. Um, I did see uh, that's just come up. Uh, Alfie Brown has a clip online of him dealing with a heckler this week, and yes, I did actually see that. It's very funny. He just oh, was it good? He he just absolutely snapped. Yeah, he. I've seen him. I've seen him do that so many times in real life that I didn't. Yeah, I don't really watch comedian destroys heckler videos anymore because it's like i don't really I either it. it just sort of came up on my stories yeah. <laughs> um but also i don't mm, alfie hits differently <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah alfie i'm like i kind of want to kind of want to see that <laughs> yeah he gets so mad i mean used yeah. to I'm, I'm glad he's passed this now because he's a better comedian for it but mm -hmm. there was a time where that guy would just ruin a show just on purpose absolutely yeah. sink it because he was in a bad mood and it was so funny 
God, it was so funny. He uh, he did my show at the Fringe at Monkey Barrel a few times, and he there was quite a few nights where he did not do an uh, an ounce of material. Yeah. Um, but he didn't do the tanking it at any point. I don't think he just riffed, and he's very good at riffing when he gets into yeah. a vibe. Yeah, he's very very quick. I assume his one man podcast is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, he used to just ruin things for fun. Yeah. He's excellent. Uh, there's only only so many times you can watch innocent members of the public being called Malbec. What what was that about? I feel like I missed something there. Oh, basically that's like comedian destroys heckler. Oh like yes, so, of course. so many of yes. them are like unjustified. Yeah. The person isn't really being that much of a dick. Yeah. Um. Sometimes they are good. I think who is it? John Robertson has a very good clip of himself dealing with a heckler. Oh, yeah, he must. He's um. It's he's really a force. Good. He's a force yeah. when those things happen. Because uh, he doesn't, he doesn't tank it though. He always, he pretty much always has this positive vibe. Um, mm. So he, he can, he really destroys it, but like in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, and he also he doesn't really have material anyway. Yeah. He goes on and just tries to make something. He'll have a couple things to lean on generally, but a lot of the time he's just in the room, so he's already mm. clicking like that. So he's in the zone. But yeah, that's right. Alfie never had to face off against Dennis Rodman, like someone we know. Have you not seen John dealing with Dennis Rodman heckling him? Oh, yes. I couldn't remember who Dennis Rodman was uh, yeah. for a second. Um, Dennis Rodman? The clip. worm? The worm? <laughs> That's a fun clip. And yeah, I do enjoy John's heckling clips as well. There's not many of them, but there's been a couple where he's dealing with audience members. Not necessarily heckling, but just mm. he, he talks to the audience a lot. So yeah, uh, yeah. he has some good clips out of that. Um, I just got some news uh, that is uh, surprising, if not oh. uh, very interesting to many of you. But Canada just qualified for the World Cup in God knows how long. So that's going to be very funny. I feel like you left out for the first time. <laughs> I think we, I think we did it. I think we did it years ago, like a a while no, ago. No, no, but you you said Canada just qualified for the World Cup in God knows how long. Oh, did I not say for the first time in God knows how long? That's <laughs> yeah. how surprised I am. That's how fucking shocked. You just left out a chunk of that sentence, but I yeah. I could hear <laughs> that you thought you'd said it. <laughs> Um, that was, I, I don't know why I found that quite That's It's a weird way to talk. I do it in text yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's so much in text. I'll put like the same word twice because I'm only half paying attention. Yeah, or, I've noticed you doing that. Oh, all the time. All the, all time. the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't really engage with text. No. Um, I can tell that you're replying because you know that information needs to be dealt with, but... Yeah. You're not your heart isn't in it, <laughs> no, but no, I no. respect that. I really, yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I, I'm kind of the same most of the time, but um, mm. I'm also a very lonely person, so I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with texting when it when it's there. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I just I. But I as soon as as soon as life comes up and engage. there's other things to entertain me with, I forget my phone exists. Perfect. That's a nice way to live, though. Yeah. 1986. That was the last time. Nice. 
that's uh, da- David, I'm editing it tomorrow. So after we get off here, I'm going up to visit my dad for an hour, and then I'm going to hop on a ferry. My brother's going to pick me up at the other end. I'm going to stay at his place tonight. And then tomorrow afternoon, I do the audio editing for my album. Yay. Should be good. Should be good. That's going to be very exciting. I am excited and a little nervous, which is the right way to be. That's the right way to be, yes. If you weren't nervous, you wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that yeah. about, did I tell you my grandfather told me that? Like when I was a kid, he was, um, I was meant to, oh yeah, so if you forgot, I have no hair. Um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, I was going to do like a, a show for seventh grade band. So I was like 13. Everyone had to be in band. It was obligatory. Um, and I got, I got a solo with a, a baritone, which is like a small tuba. Who gives that kid a solo? Uh, but I remember my um, my grandfather, who used to perform at old folks' homes uh, when he was old, he would just go in and sing classics and do a little dance with my grandma and stuff. It was great. Uh, but um, he asked me, he's like, are you nervous? And I said, yeah, I'm really, really nervous. And he said, good. The moment you stop being nervous, stop doing it because you don't care. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. That's really good advice. That's nice. So. That is really nice. Yeah, he was great. Uh, yeah I mean I think I've started to find that a little bit with stand-up recently is like a lot of the time I'm not nervous and I'm not mm, like I'll do a gig and even even if I even if it goes really well I'm just a bit meh yeah if if you're not not hitting the same way (laughs) yeah if you're nonplussed I mean I sort of had that with my show on Saturday uh in Nanaimo where I was like I just didn't totally care because I didn't have a bunch of new stuff. Uh, and I, so I basically had to do the album and I'm ready to put those jokes to bed. So it just wasn't totally yeah. invested and I could feel it on stage. I had to try to ramp myself up, but uh, very excited to do new things. That's all I want to do is just write new jokes. I have so many yeah. stupid ideas. They're so dumb. I love that. And I'm so, I'm so excited to say these absolutely ridiculous things and have no one laugh. Really looking forward to bombing at new material nights. Yeah. Just trying it and being like, nope. All right. Start over. That's great. Uh, it's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. Yeah, that's good. I think for me, it's like I need I need more than the set to mm-hmm. really be in love with something. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing comedy, it was such a it was so exciting to get to meet people and uh, I was really enjoying, there's a big, there's a, there can be a big social aspect to stand up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think just re- since the pandemic, there doesn't seem to be that social aspect. And I think what it is, is at the moment I'm not getting new opportunities or new gigs or a, you know, I just, and I've, I've also just, I don't feel like I'm, I need to do the really shitty uncomfortable gigs to, mm. to just be gigging all the time i'm just yeah. like i'll just i just want to do the nice ones and i know that's not the way to be but yeah. i just oh, oh, this i just your... don't have the grawl for it yeah no, i just i love i want the gigs that i want to be doing are the shitty ones i want to yeah. be in a shitty room at the back of a bar and just bring my notepad on stage and just try something and then yeah. run over to another shitty room in the back of another bar and just do that for just weeks, just weeks. Yeah. Just eat shit and try new things. Ah, oh, I'm so excited about it. I want that so bad. Good night, Kimmers. Um, 
Okay, we have 17 minutes left. Yes. What should we cover? Oh, I mean, we could cover so many things in 17 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, there's one comment. Events worldwide have effectively switched from who you know to what you know because everyone had to do it for themselves at home. Uh, yeah, to a what degree. You, I mean, yeah. in terms of like, we learned how to put on online shows. Like, I know so much more about video, audio, lighting, yeah. uh, streaming settings, uh, what my laptop is capable of, um, and how to host a show. Like, we're all objectively better at holding down mm -hmm. two hours of conversation than we were at the start of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and, um, even Whereas, when we're very tired and hungover and sleep deprived. Yeah, it's still going for it. Still going for it. Which I am all three tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have guessed. It doesn't show at all. You're doing I'm a great so job. I'm so tired and I drank a lot of whiskey last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm okay. I didn't have. I didn't get a crippling hangover. That's a, good. It's which nice is not to bizarre be crippled. considering how much I drank must have eaten something i did i went in in edinburgh i went to a place called butter burger for dinner before i went out for drinks last night it was class <laughs> i got a chicken kiev style burger and it was this mm. sauce that was made of black garlic and it had so much parmesan cheese all over oh that sounds really good it was so so good I was uh, I was gonna go and watch a show last night because a comic called Charlie Demers, who's a, a apparently very very funny Canadian comedian. I haven't seen him personally, but uh, everyone I know vouches for him. Um, but it's like a forty minute walk to the venue, and I started watching Succession, and so I just did that, and I just lost track of time. I went to watch one episode of Succession at like five p.m., and then it was eight, and I was like. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. So yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just ordered pizza and just sat down and just watched the last season <laughs> yeah. of succession. Just almost all of it. Just uh -huh. look at all these rich people. God damn it. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's a wild show. Remember when you'd put Ashley on full screen mode and she'd get nervous? Yeah. Yes. Those were the days. That was a hell of a time. I'm to not going to lie. It still happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you went to the bathroom, I was a bit like, oh, I have to talk to myself. <laughs> um, and I, re I really waffled it. That was not a that was not a very strong part of the show, but I feel like it it, it happened. <laughs> what? The, when I when I left for a second? Yeah. Oh, I was it watching. I had, tank, I had it on it on my phone just to see. It was great. It was great. Yeah. What is um, uh, what is Chaz? What is Chaz pushing? Yeah, you're so much more confident now. I remember like how much we used to laugh when John and I would just put you just put you big. Oh, London Comic Con. That's the one. I don't know anything about it, but I wish you well. Um, all because I did stream by myself for so long. I think. That's probably why it felt like that, though, is just because I, I think I, I'm a vastly different person on this mm. than I was on my solo stream. <laughs> yeah, you were you were very nervous, and it was great. You'd just be like, "Take me off," and it was before we were all admins, so only John had control over it. 
Yeah. That was a bad time. That was a bad was time. A bad time. John <laughs> should not have total control over anything. No, big mistake. One of the one of the big smartest things we did mistake. was all log into the same account. That yes, really made a difference. Yeah, that I feel really a lot more peace of mind. The show. <laughs> yeah, it was too dangerous. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, it's just, it's a real, it's a real this guy. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. John being was drunk in. on power instantly. He was yeah. indeed does. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's going to be almost a year since we since i started doing this with you guys mm. um yeah we're yeah john bad. and i are over a year now it is when you think back to those really early shows it's just kind of insane um yeah because especially how this even came about is bizarre because i didn't even know you nope Total stranger. We did not know each other. Absolute stranger. Introduced yeah. via Twitch. And now I feel like everything that happens in my day, you guys get to know about. Damn right. Some of the updates we get in the Discord. Oh, there was one I wanted to talk about today so bad. Ah, ha, ha, ha. We have a second private chat, you guys. It's just for us. I it's might not bring even it up on the, on the Patreon episode. Oh, my God. It was so I might funny. bring it up on a Patreon episode. Uh, <laughs> Because it's, yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> so, oh my God, it made me laugh so hard. Uh, I get nostalgic every time I see a Steam notification on Chris. You get a notification when I start playing games? That's funny. Oh. Um, um, I have been playing a lot of games lately. The Ghostbusters game is a lot harder than Joe Trope made it look. It's a lot. He made it look absolutely doable. I did not know that Joe Trope is that much better at video games than I am. I'm not surprised. I just didn't know. And fuck me, it's difficult. Goddamn. I thought it was going to be a fun for the whole family kind of game. Not a... Oh, Chris, I, you got to start this level over again. I have heard about this Ghostbusters game. It's great. It's very fun. What console is it? Uh, I've been playing it on my uh, laptop. Okay. Yeah, so I got it on Steam. Uh, but who... Oh, baby, it is. So you're like, it's like the classic Ghostbusters thing, and they actually got him to voice it as well. And then you played a new fourth Ghostbuster. Who's oh, okay. Where they test all the new tech out. So that's where your upgrades come from and stuff. Is they're like, oh, we just invented this new thing. You try it. So if you die, it doesn't matter kind of thing. Um, mm. It's super fun. It's so hard. <laughs> it's, it's so um, hard. This is quite uh from steve it was crazy meeting john because i felt like i knew so much about him but he didn't even know what i sound like i yeah. do forget how much of myself i reveal on this show which for anybody that's listened to the show uh for a while will know is too much <laughs> almost everything very it's nearly like, everything yeah there is very little about myself that i have not mentioned on this show uh, in excruciating explicit detail um, yeah. it's quite something. And so uh, there's, I've met a couple of people from the show now and I instantly have to be like, Oh, uh, I forget that you know me intimately. And I didn't even know your real name until right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is like, cause we do get to, I feel like we do have this kind of relationship with a lot of people that come in and chat all the time. Like we, mm -hmm. I have attributed little personalities to all of the usernames, yeah. but I fundamentally only know you as a username and your vibe. Uh, yeah. So it's, it is that kind of realization moment of, Oh, yep. 
I've I have to deal with real life consequences of this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't I still haven't met anybody. No. So like there's a lot of people in the chat that I know. Like I know Chaz, I know Richard, um, I know uh, uh Diamond, Tom mm -hmm. Tuck, obviously, uh like a bunch of people that stop in. Uh, uh, but from, you knew them before. They're, yeah, they're from my yeah. life. Like I know these people. And um actually I mean Chaz, I only Chaz I met before this, but uh, I didn't really know him. But um but yeah, so I haven't had the like I've never seen Baldy. I've talked to Baldy almost every Baldi, day so for like, two just years. Put that in. Um so Baldy waved at me and then came up and said hello after my show. Uh so yes, I've met Baldy. I've met David Hoare, of course. I know David. I, know I haven't David met David well. yet in David person. I think there's also a different... There's another thing then that is when you meet another streamer mm. because you've each seen each other and talked, even if... Yeah, you I, have their I voice to, in your head. Yeah, you have their yeah. voice, you have their mannerisms, you've chatted, even if it's through their chat and then back through your own chat. Mm. Um I, can't, I have had a couple of them now with even there's one person in particular I've become quite friend, very close friends with through Twitch. Hmm. Um, and it took me a while to clock like, oh, we never actually spoke directly. Uh, we I would go into your chat and you could, would come into mine. Hmm. But it felt like we had actually had these conversations. And then there was one stream where they actually came onto my stream through the discord chat because there was some sort of joke that was being told that i couldn't understand because i didn't i was reading a joke that needed to be spoken okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. i invited them on and i realized i only realized after the stream ended i don't they only came on for a couple of minutes and i only realized after the stream ended oh that's the first time we've actually directly spoken <laughs> uh <laughs> and then i met them in person but it just it like we're just close yeah. friends now well i mean um, i even have that when we play among us yeah and and like someone will come on and they've got like a hard Scottish accent. I'm like, no way, no <laughs> yeah. way. That's so surprising. <laughs> <laughs> What's this um, with Steve saying? Uh, yeah, if we were to meet, I know so much about both of you uh, and we would have a lot of common ground. You'd only know me from my profile picture. I need to drag my son with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you need to carry him in front of you at all times so we've got an idea. Yeah, you all need to on. cosplay as your profile pictures when you come yeah. to meet us in person. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you, Boom. Bring your dog, absolutely. Yes. Uh, oh, you had Boom Stickery on your Discord chat the other day. Yeah, even just hearing some people's voices. There was, there's a few people that I started playing games with uh, mm. privately, like off stream and stuff. And uh, yeah, we started playing games and then we started doing a game where we would video chat while we played the game as well. Mm. And a couple of times, the first time that we all were on screen together, I was just like, whoa. I did not think you were going to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you look great. I just had a different image in my head. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Operation Choke Slam. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, that's... Yeah. Um, it's very Gareth docks this midstream. Yeah. I think that that has happened. We've definitely accidentally doxed a few people. Oh, for sure. Uh, I did it earlier this stream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, I did not mention their screen name. I just said their real name. That could have been anybody. You did and... it then when they made you aware. <laughs> well, yeah, but they said it like eight times. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, um, yeah, no, it was a, a, 
that was surprising. But I've, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I noticed that they will say first and last names of all their patrons. And so I feel like if I don't go, okay. you know, George Smith, a.k.a. Tiger Tiger, and that's like just giving yeah. away both, that would be... That would be a bit too much docking, doxing, but bit too much. Keep it to yourselves, guys. Don't. That's like when um, it's like I've got this story that's about going to a strip club when I was nineteen and a gross thing that my friend did. And what did you do? So it was just I was so gross. It was so funny. Um, uh. This like um, stripper had like a poster, and she she did this thing where uh, Chris saying smoother, crunchy, in the glorious accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's wonderful. Um, so she like slapped. This is very graphic, by the way. If you're a child, go away. Um, excuse me. Stripper was like fully naked. I mean, you shouldn't have been a child at this to get to this point in the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it's all it's all been it's all been pretty positive so far. But my goodness, uh, the uh, uh, so she like slapped the poster against her clit, like okay. real like bang, like it rang out, and then she just rubbed again rubbed it against her clit for a long time. And then she okay. let go of it, and it like stayed. Pleasant. It stayed where it was. Oh, yeah. She did like a like a balloon on a on the time your head, like. And it, so she let go of it. Stayed, so it was like sticking out like a like a boner, right? And she was like walking uh -huh. around with it. And it was part of her show. And then she took it out. And she waved it around. She's like, "Who wants it?" And everyone in the crowd was like, "No, obviously not. <laughs> That's yuck." Except for my friend. And he oh. literally jumped out of his seat and was like please please give it to i i've never wanted anything more in my life and so she gave it to him and that would have been gross enough but then when he got it he no, Im immediately no, no, immediately no, slapped no. it under his nose dragged it across oh. just i actually i did think you were going to say he licked it <laughs> it, it was it was so f the whole the groan that it got out of the whole crowd Jesus. I wish we had smartphones back Classy. then. The virality of that clip. Yeah. But uh she, oh my it was so even the stripper was disgusted. It was remarkable. It under his nose with a vigor. Bigger. <laughs> that clip is, of of you telling that story is every part of it is so quotable. <laughs> <laughs> it was so I tell that story on stage it's on my album. Um uh -huh. I've been I've been telling it for a while and I released a video of it a few years ago and I double, I double bluffed it. So I've got a line in it where I say, now his name's Mike, but for the purpose of the story, we're going to call him Ian. Cause that gets like a fun laugh. Cause it's like a stupid uh -huh. thing. And then, um, and then I posted the video and underneath it, he commented with his real name. I think the story's about me. I was like, I double, I double blinded this goddamn story to make sure you weren't connected to it. No one could trace this back to you. Yourself. And within five minutes of me posting this fucking thing, you're like, oh, it's me. I did it. It's like, That's so it. funny. Absolutely ridiculous. I, uh, we're up to two hours now. We did it. We're up to two hours. We did it. We, we planned it. A, a homeless outreach show. <laughs> and we talked about some nonsense. Um, this was great. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Great. Thank you to the new followers. Thank you to the subs. Thank you to the new patron. Uh, if you want to join, if you're watching, you haven't followed yet, give us a follow. We do this every Sunday. We also release it as a podcast, so feel free to subscribe to that. You can listen back. Uh, we do it live on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page. So many things. Um, yeah, so yeah, check all that all stuff out. The, place. the Patreon will be worth subscribing to 
Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put more into that. It's been a little. We, we I think yeah, we have slightly neglected the Patreons, but we yeah. uh, are aware of it. We are aware of it. We're not just. And we're we're people. down from five days a week to one day a week. Yeah. So once we're all so, moved, yeah. we can put more work into it once we're settled. We more Patreon yeah. stuff. But there is going to be one episode coming to, up. This we need week. to adjust our tiers because I think they're they're it it, it no. <laughs> yeah, we'll take we'll take um, a look at all that stuff. We'll get it. We'll yeah, get it right. But um, it's, uh, it's a good place to be. Those Patreon episodes always end up being really fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're absolutely wonderful. Um, I think because we know it's behind a paywall, we kind of we, we put a little bit of extra spice into it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, we go into yeah. private chat immediately in this one. Yeah, there's oof. Oh, uh, immediately there's private chat great. in this one. But it's pretty great. It's great. <laughs> um, we love you. Thank you so much for coming. Um, yeah, that's Aunt David. That's how I heard it as well. We need to adjust our tears. I heard it as like, oh, like tear up is very. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for watching. I've got a uh, 1030JH set up for a raid, so I'm going to just raid right. them now. Um, we love you. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Look out for the Patreon episode. We'll post about it in the Discord. Other than that, here's an old lady talking about sex. Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm.